Uh, welcome to this bonus episode of Hidden in the Shadows. On this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with past life and quantum practitioner and award-winning author, Laura Bogan. Did I say your last name right? <laughs> I hope I did. You got it. Perfect. Thank okay, you. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Laura does a lot of um, videos on TikTok about soul contracts and manifesting and spiritual awakening stuff and past life stuff. So past stuff. stuff, past <laughs> life stuff, because I feel yes. like you covered the whole, like, <laughs> yes. So, so somebody that is maybe starting to spiritually awake, awaken, or kind of like get into past life, what would you recommend them to kind of like start, like where to start? Because it can be over, like overwhelming when they start, like, you know, looking into everything. Mm, yeah, definitely. Okay. So um, well, you say spiritual waking and past life stuff, which to me, like, can be the same thing, but also very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not mutually ex- ex- exclusive. Um, you can be into, you can be spiritually awakening down one journey and not touch on past life stuff yeah. either for a long time or at all. Um, but generally, I would say the biggest thing is it's time. It would be your awakening is the time that you start to trust yourself. Yes, that's a deal. And a lot of people because we're human and rightfully so reach out to other people that Mm -hmm. they see um might be very awakened compared to them right yeah so way also to mention the whole comparison game that has to stop you're going to start revealing like certain truths like we were talking about seeing beyond illusions Mm -hmm. so spiritually awakened that's what it is is you're seeing beyond illusions you're seeing truths but it can be overwhelming for people. Yeah. Um, it can go against their whole programming, their whole coding that they've grown up on. Yeah. And so a lot of people, um, they don't have a foundation in trusting their own intuition. They've always been told, oh, go ask so-and-so, go outside of yourself for the answers. So even if they are, um, these, a lot of people who are starting out, they'll be reaching out to healers and light workers and those people might have good intentions and be great, but that is also giving your power away. Even if it's to good people, like enlightened people, that's fine. Yeah. There's still a giving away of power. And I would say if anyone were to hear this, who are, who's just starting out, just be aware that you do have all the answers within you yeah. and you just need to start trusting the answers that come through you whether it's in, you know, your thoughts or your feelings, your emotions, whatever it may be, and try to reach outside of yourself less and less, even though that's yeah. very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's kind of like with me. Well, like recently I have a tendency of reaching out to people to, to almost validate what I'm feeling like to validate. Yeah. 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 Like, Hey, I get this. Do you get that? Like, do you get this? Do you get that? Um, and sometimes, you know, like I do need help, like kind of like, like guidance, like, hey, go here, not necessarily, you know, like, I don't, I'm not going to give you the answer, but go here, you know? Um, yeah. So I get that a lot. And my biggest thing is that recently it's like my subconscious and my conscious are like fight, not fighting, but like grinding gears together. Cause it's like my subconscious going like, Hey, you know, more than you're saying. And then my conscious is like, yeah, but how do I access that? You know? So it's, it's right. That's just what like, I'm currently like just today. I, well, like last night we recorded an episode on the hat man, the shadow figure thing that I, I, I personally saw him a lot as a kid. And, um, so I was talking and I was getting like almost like a visions, but like they were halting. And I was like, it was like my subconscious mind was saying, Hey, you know, a lot more than, you know, like, than you think, you know, tap into it, tap into it. And like some of the stuff that was coming out, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> well, where is this? You know, like I was like, I don't even have research to back this up. It's just kind of coming up, like out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what you're describing is so it's so beautiful how you're putting it. My subconscious versus my consciousness. Um, what's so great about this is what you're actually talking about is a huge dilemma, which is the <laughs> ego versus intuition. Yeah. So your conscious mind is the ego, your subconscious is your intuition. So you have it down, like you're very aware of what's going on and 
honestly, if any, that, that is the key. The key is to be aware because here's the gig as human beings, we're not going to completely eliminate the ego. And that's not the goal either. Because the ego is there as the mask we wear to the world. It helps protect us. It's doing its job. So it's not an enemy. It's just we see it as an enemy and people kind of call it the enemy because it's the veil that keeps us from tapping purely into our intuition. Yeah. But that's part of the game. That's part of the whole game. So if you can be more and more aware of that voice in your head, that's like, this is bullshit. Where, where are you getting this information from? You know, yeah. it, it, just realize, oh, that's the ego. Okay, ego. I hear you now. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you can be with your ego and be like, hey, buddy, uh, don't need you right now. Let me just listen to my intuition. Yeah. You know? And so that's the whole game is like, just as long as you are aware of what the ego is, you, it makes it that much easier to put it away every time. So yeah. then by some point you're just kind of automatically sliding into the intuitive voice yeah yeah that's yeah that's crazy because like literally it it felt like in my brain like grinding gears like they were kind of like hey you know this isn't this isn't where you're getting this oh but yeah you know you know and so fascinating it really is like you can you're basically listening to a conversation yeah yeah like it's I love it. It's so interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. One thing like I specifically wanted to ask about is manifesting. Cause I know on TikTok, especially you see a whole slew of like stuff about manifesting and affirmations and stuff like that. And like how Trendy. to do it. Yeah. Rhyme or reason with it. And like, I, I don't know, like I just have a hard time with manifesting and I don't know if it's just maybe like my own kind of like duality thing going on, like, you know, with the whole self-worth and like uh, self-doubt kind of thing. I don't know if maybe that is like almost putting a blockade on manifesting. Um, You know, the thing is, is like it, it those things can be limits, but they don't have to be. Okay. It's kind of like when you validate them as limitations, then that's what you're doing is you're just confirming gotcha. and validating. And um, but they don't have to be, they don't have to be if you slowly because what you what you were describing before about kind of like listening to what's going on in your mind, mm-hmm. if you hear yourself talking those belief systems out in your mind, like block if you can catch it. And, and just all you got to do is catch it and be aware of it and be like, oh, there's that belief system. No, you know, I don't want it. I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think like over this past year to, um, I think with spiritual awakening, a, a, a big important thing is to break out of the box. And mm-hmm. like the box is kind of like what basically society tells you and, and keeps you um, stuck in that in that box so yeah yeah so the biggest thing for me this year has been like breaking out of that box because you know like I don't know like I I felt like maybe the way I was raised like it kept me in the box for a little bit and breaking out has helped me tremendously it's like like getting out of the matrix kind of exactly it's like hey you know like this isn't all that it seems to be right You know, it's really interesting when you met when we're now we're talking about like this matrix concept yeah. with manifesting too. Um, and I think I just just made a video about this. But <laughs> um, when it comes to manifesting too, what's happening with a lot of people when they're not seeing change is literally in that in not seeing change. What does that mean? That means that you're looking around at your reality in the moment and you're looking at what is not manifested, right? Cause yeah. you're like, I want to manifest this thing or this fe- really it's a feeling. So like yeah. anything you want to manifest, if it's a, a, a house, it's because why I want to feel uh, secure. I want to feel right. It comes down yeah. to the feeling. Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's happening is um, you're looking at your reality and what people don't realize is the reality you currently are looking at for the evidence of manifesting that reality is actually your past manifestations yeah. and you're in your past manifestation reality. So when people scope out around them, they're just confirming their current reality rather than sticking to 
not taking that as evidence and sticking to what it is they want to manifest, or I should say are manifesting. Because even the word wanting is showing that there's a lack of. Yeah. Lack. So it's just, it's, it's not, it's, it's just interesting um, concepts to think about, like just, you know, your current reality is, is past manifestation. So don't, don't look there. Yeah. Yeah. Your, what you have in your mind's eye and just move forward with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Another, another thing with manifesting is a lot of people think they just kind of like sit there and it's going to plop in their uh, lap or plop in their hand when really manifestations are also like ideas to reach out to someone or to do something or go somewhere. Yeah. And ideas and thoughts and creative ideas or whatever it is. And then you have to take a step or take an action on that. Yeah. Rather than sit back. So there's, there's a bit to it, but you know, it is, it is natural as well. Like yeah. we're, we're manifesting subconsciously, whether we, we know what we're doing or not. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, very true. <laughs> so um, also with past lives, because you do past life readings, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely want to talk about that because we've, we've had an episode on the uh, podcast about past lives. And I, I tend to mention it. I think a little bit more than Isaac on the podcast. Like I'm constantly saying past life, this and past life that, but um, so someone that's like, maybe kind of like tiptoeing into past lives, where would you recommend kind of like they start? Um, Well, when you say tiptoeing into past lives, um, do you mean someone who is just merely interested or someone who had an experience and they don't know what to do with it? Um, I think someone that has had an experience and they don't know what to do with it. Like they might be drawn to like a culture or like their whole life or, um, cause I know funny enough, my parents, one of my, my dad loves cycling and he jokes, he would joke around and say, you know what? I bet you I was a 1930 cyclist and I rode in the like tour de France and everything like that. And so and like with me, uh-huh. I always used to say because I would have vivid like cravings to learn about like Native American culture and listen to Native American music. I even like begged my mom at like six, seven years old to go to powwows and stuff like that. Yeah. So like I was like, okay, something's up. There's got to be a reason why I'm so drawn to this culture. And so I guess I'm saying like, if, if someone has like that kind of situation or even has a dream about them in a past life, like themselves, uh, like kind of, where would you recommend them to go? Like Mm. there. Okay. Well, what's really cool is like, you, you know, you were talking about past life readings and those are Mm -hmm. great and fun and wonderful. However, I would recommend someone either getting a facilitator to have a past life regression done or just going on YouTube for free. If you don't want to pay a facilitator, um, go on YouTube for <laughs> free and find a past life uh, guided meditation, you know, a voice that you you resonate with yeah. and see what comes through for you because getting a reading can be very enlightening and fun and interesting and accurate. However, when you are actually watching it happen in your oh, own yeah. Yeah, it's just so much more validating. So I would want someone to have a more validating experience, at least in the beginning. So, you know, to yeah. introduce so I, I would definitely do that. And then the biggest thing about it, though, is the experience that people have when they do a past life regression is they come out of it and immediately the ego takes over and goes, oh, you made that up. All those scenes when you're just replaying it. And you know what I mean? That voice Yeah, yeah mess it up and so what people have to do is just trust the experience and let it unravel and a lot of people are are kind of scared to do that um but it's not going to hurt you it's going to help you know ultimately and your subconscious when you're doing these past life regressions let's say youtube anything your subconscious your higher self your inner being whatever you want to call it it wants you to progress it wants you to become more enlightened. It wants you to grow and expand. So it's not going to show you anything that would deter you. So for example, you're, you're going to see a death in a past life regression. You're going to see your death and that can put a lot of people off that can kind of 
if I want to do that, but you're not going to be shown anything you cannot handle. Your yeah. subconscious would allow it. That's why we can repress memories from this life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Powerful. Yeah. 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 That's like, I had gotten a past life reading from um, a friend, funny enough that I had connected with through the podcast. And um, cause she immediately saw me and was like, Hey, you know, I don't know like your belief system and like where you're kind of at, but she's like, I saw you as like a as native American. And so that's what actually kind of like sparked a little bit of the past life stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently within like this last, I think it was like this last month, I actually got an actual reading from her mm-hmm. and she picked up on the past life um, thing again. And uh, she also saw me cause I had said like, I always see things like older, like I see like older past lives. I've never seen like maybe like the last past life that I've lived. And um, she actually did a reading and she was able to find out that my name was Betty. I, um, (laughs) um, I was a college professor in the 1950s and I was married to, um, my husband now and his name yeah. was West, which my husband yeah. laughs at that. He was like, Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it, it was, it was crazy. And it's, and it's because like, for me, like, I mean, that stuff like resonated. Like I was like, wow. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, one of my careers that I always kind of like wanted to do was teaching. I always, like, I always, along with the whole, like, uh, Native American culture thing, I was always drawn to, like, I specifically, I don't, it's weird, but I would love, like, buying school supplies just to have, and I would teach, like, the stuffed animals and, like, all of that stuff, and so it's absolutely crazy because a lot of the past life stuff explains, like, your current life, like, weird, like, twicks or twerks that you do now from a past life. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And that's why, you know, those details are fun and interesting. And see, when those details come through that you can connect with, it makes it that much more validating. Yeah. But so there's that. But then you want to get to kind of with past lives. I like to get more like into like kind of the hard stuff. Like, yeah, like the, the death itself holds a lot for people as far as like what they fear. Mm-hmm. as well as um, the relationships you had in past lives to me are the most important things that you can learn from. Cause you know, that's, we're talking about potentially like karmic relationships and, you know, yeah. psychs or something, letting something go with yeah. people. So well, that's like too, um, sorry guys listening. Like I have a lot of past life stuff. I've just, that's just been a chunk of what I've experienced so far this past year. Um, but I also, along with that have like I've actually the clearest past life that I've kind of seen has been like the Viking age. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know specifically why, but there, the, the connections with um, the paranormal team that I joined, we all had connections to that Viking past life. Like I saw like clear as day, I could describe to you what I was doing, who, like what they looked like, um, all of that. And I, that was the only one where I've actually saw the death. Like I could feel exactly what I felt and it had a lot of, it was basically betrayal, like yeah. to the, to the T, like I basically, um, the guys were like shipping off to go, um, to a, like, I don't know if it was battle per se, but it was something and um i was my son was going but he was older i have a son in this life as well and i think he also reincarnates with me in multiple sure. lives as my son for whatever reason and um so i was i was packing him like i don't know like a almost like a care package and yeah. cuz he was going he was like about 12 13 and he was going on this I don't know what they were I don't know exactly what they were doing like if it was like a battle thing or if it was just like maybe going to a different 
uh, section of land or something like that just to like, I don't know, look at or take over or, or what exactly. But um, I specifically like I could smell the smells and everything. Yes. And, and um, I was getting my my, you know, send the care package and I turn around and because um, in that life I was a shield maiden. And Jess, my friend who I also saw a past life within the West, she was there too. It was like me and her would always be paired up to go do, do things like shield. I guess it sounds, (laughs) I don't know much about the Viking age itself, but like whatever, uh, shield maidens kind of like do, I guess. Um, so she would ask what gender you were. So, yeah. 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 So um, me and her would just go like I go off and do things, and um, so for whatever reason, I was um, I was separate from everybody basically, and also the um person that I have that was a twin with me in a past life is also a twin with me in this life. I mean, not in this life, in um the Viking oh, Age, yeah. yeah. And so she basically, I don't know if she was a shield maiden or what, but she basically took care of the kids, which makes sense. Cause in this lifetime, she's very like motherly. Oh, and, okay. yeah. And so, um, she, she was with my, she, I, I walked away from my son, gave him the car, care package and she basically was also giving him stuff to take with them on the boat. And, um, basically while they were the men were down at the boat we this this i don't i don't think it was an army or what it was basically like um a group of of men that used to be friends with like friends not friends but like you know part allies yeah um came up behind me and pulled me to where like i couldn't move and Uh, basically all that was left at the like camp was um, women and children because the men were down doing the whole thing with the boats. And uh, I heard my twin at this time, at that time, um, like yell, like, and so as the men were running up, because, you know, she was yelling, what are you doing here? Like that kind of situation. I got stabbed like, right. Uh, right lower area here and it's weird because in this lifetime I have a weird like marking right here like a birthmark um, I was gonna say what's going on over there yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I like I I mean I could see and I could feel like myself falling to my knees like and it's funny because apparently in quite a few past lives my deaths have been loss of blood in this lifetime I've almost died twice from loss of blood Wow. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So then this one to make up for it and keep yeah. It going. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. so now I'm also curious, um, have you ever been someone that's paranoid, like looking over your shoulder if you're being watched or followed? Yeah, I tend to do that. And even with like my abilities now, I tend to kind of like, I'm always kind of like that. And I'm always aware when I go out, out in the real like world, I'm always like, Hey, you know, like I pay attention to everybody. And I think it's like part of the abilities, but also from that, because, and I have a hard time trusting people and, and this lifetime, uh, recently I actually felt got betrayed by the same people that betrayed me in the Viking age. So you got betrayed in this lifetime by the same people that killed me in the but this lifetime. You walked away from it. Yes. Yes. You got like, so the, the cycles complete. Yeah. Yeah. So the same people that kind of, um, betrayed me in the viking age i was like and and i got killed by um yeah ended up being someone that betrayed me in this lifetime but i was able to walk away from it yeah and so at this point in your life have you been able to let go of any ill will or are you still holding on to something there yeah um a little bit but over the past uh couple months after it happened i was able to kind of like shed the anger towards it and i almost feel like sorry for them like you know yeah 
It's like, so interesting when you watch the fate, like, cause that there is a karmic cycle there. You guys mm-hmm. agreed to meet up. You agreed to, you know, go through what you went through. Yeah. And I'm going to be so curious how you're going to feel about them a year from now, looking back. Yeah. Just like, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And, learned, I'm done. Yeah. And it's crazy. So basically the, the good people from that situation are still with now, I still have like a very active, you know, relationship. Like, um, the person that was like my twin sister, I talked to every single day. And it's crazy because with her, because we didn't even know about the whole twin sister thing. And we kind of just like, we met each other and we felt like an instant connection. And the psychics were like, um, that were on our team at the time were like, I don't understand. Why is it like two souls? Like it's, it's the same exact person. And so then she felt, uh, so I'm going to say, okay, Megan, who is my twin sister, well, not in real life, but not in this life, I should say, no, yeah. <laughs> is my uh, twin sister in this current life. But, um, and then Jess, who I met through the podcast, um, we were, we couldn't understand too, like Jess had a connection with us. Like we felt very resonated with Jess, like she did too with Jess. So we think we like having fully confirmed it, but we think we were sister. We keep getting reincarnated as sisters of some sort because yeah. in this lifetime, we think Jess is the older sister and we're the twins because in this lifetime, all three of us have our older siblings to twins. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Really? Jess has oh. two younger <laughs> twin sisters uh, Megan has uh, twin a twin brother and a twin sister, and I have a two younger twin brothers. Oh my gosh! So. Oh, isn't that incredible? That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. like, that that's validation right there. I mean, like yeah. that's everything. Yeah. See, you know what's really good is um when you've talked about your findings, yeah. what has been so amazing is like just how you trust it. Like yeah, it's there. It's a knowing, and you trust it, and I think that's really important for people to hear that it yeah. can just be as simple as just trusting what comes through. Yeah. Like just trust. It can't hurt. If anything, it will enhance your abilities. Yeah. You know, there's, there's power in three and the three oh, of yeah. you come together in this life for a reason. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. Exciting. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because like all three of us, it started off as like me and Jess were talking and she had reached out to me because she heard my experiences and we immediately like, I think we talked like it was a good on and off for like four hours straight. And then she was like, here's my phone number. Just take my phone number. And so um, <laughs> we literally all three of us talk every single day. We're even in a group chat and like we we just kind of like share like what we're going through, like with the, our abilities and like what we found and like, hey, I got this dream. Can you like kind of get anything from this dream? And I had this happen and this happen and this happen. And so, yeah. And yeah. um yeah, so it's been a crazy ride, but it's so cool because past lives has played a huge thing with me over the last year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. That's incredible. Um, I would say, you know, there's this book that one of the first books I read on, on my journey, um, you might be interested in yeah. by Dolores Cannon. You know what? Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> freaks me out. Cause I literally last night, I, my for you feed was nothing but Dolores Cannon stuff. <laughs> and literally I was, I was, there was that, I forgot, I forgot the actual quote now that I'm on the spot and can't remember it, but yeah. I literally told Isaac, I was like, Hey, we need to do an episode on Dolores Cannon, like just on her stuff because like I it's resonating with me bad and like the whole time I was watching these videos I kept feeling like I was falling through like a galaxy tunnel almost and so I was like there's something because there's literally something and um, people up she was my first teacher so she was the first her her method it was the first one I started on yeah and wow like in my head she's my adopted grandmother yeah yeah <laughs> so odd, like just to listen to her um but yeah I mean if, you, if you're if you being drawn that way like go down that 
that rabbit hole. Like, yeah. just go. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, like, I even... I even, um, I told my husband, I was like, we have to do an episode on this. We did past lives, but like, we have to do an episode because we covered like, um, because I had gotten visions of Ed and Lorraine Warren and um, we did an episode on them because I literally had a, a, a vision of um, cause I was looking at different things to like, maybe like enhance my abilities to try different methods. Cause I'm all for like trying different things to kind of like bring more out. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had a dream where she was like, uh, she had a pendulum and I, and I haven't watched, like, I didn't watch really any of the conjuring movies until the very oh. last one. And it was for whatever reason, I felt very drawn to watch that. And so, it, of course, it was the scene where she had the pendulum and was trying to find like the the girl in the woods and everything. And that night I had a dream that she literally handed me a pendulum. So oh. I talked to the uh, like where we get our crystals and protective stuff from. I talked to her and I was like, hey, do you have a pendulum? Like, do you guys sell pendulums? She was like, yes, I have this one. She sent me the picture. It was identical to what I was being handed. And I used it, I used it a couple times on investigations and it worked, but, um, but yeah, so, <laughs> um, I did them, I did them. So I, the last kind of like thing I had with her was, um, it was, I was in this, uh, like a pothric pothery shop i think it's how you yeah 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 and this and this guy kept talking to me about did you see the picture of ed and lorraine warren did you see did you see the picture and i still for this till now don't know what the picture he's talking about is but um it led to other things so someone said literally to me in the in the dream vision thing was like hey on to the next one. And I was like, what? And then so all of this stuff with Dolores Cannon started popping up. And so I don't know. I like in the videos, you know, she's talking, but it was crazy because it was like she it felt like she was talking to me. And I was like, oh snap. <laughs> no, she's such a powerful soul. Like she yeah. wakes and I swear if people just listen to her videos, <laughs> they'll wake yeah. up even more. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Incredible. Her energy is, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, good. Well, I was, I was going to say, um, because you were talking about your two, your two friends, and mm-hmm. it made me think of this book that you might be interested in reading of hers, which all of her books are amazing. Yeah. But there's one that I started off with that really was like, whoa, um, called The Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth. Oh, wow. And so it's, it's so cool, but. What it describes are these three waves, which are essentially more or less three generations of people that have come in and they all have different um, kind of like tasks, right? To raise the vibration. Mm -hmm. And so there's one wave where people are coming in literally just to be like energy ports where they just walk around and their energy affects people just by being around people. It can wake them up. And they don't know this about themselves, you know, until yeah. like, you read the book. And then you're like, oh, okay, things make sense. And so it's just interesting the three of you have met and you guys seem so similar. Yeah. And, and I think we're all in the same generation of, of like we're millennials, right? Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and that's that's the generation part of the one of the waves coming in. So it could be that you know, that could be part of your purpose. The three of you coming together because your energy together might just be so palpable. You don't know who or what you are affecting or healing just by being yourselves around people. Wow. That's kind of crazy. You said that because, um, me and Megan, obviously we see each other regularly. Uh, Jess, uh, my friend, she lives in Charlotte. And so we don't, unfortunately don't see her as, as much. And, um, but when I was joining, when I was, I'm still part of another team It's kind of like we broke off in two, like the one team broke off in two. Um, and so basically all the psychics went to one team kind of. And so, um, but one of the things that they, they said is, holy crap, when you and Megan get together, your abilities are even stronger. Yep. Like they can feel it. 
And so me and Megan tend to like, when we go on investigations tend to work together because like what she doesn't get, I can get and whatever, whatever. And sometimes, you know, like specific, I think that's one thing that people don't understand is like, not all psychics get everything like the whole, you know, shebang. So like, for instance, there might be specific spirits that feel more uh, at ease or whatever to go to Megan or might be more at ease to come to me because we've had the locations where specific you know people come to me and then specific people go to Megan and stuff but um we've actually done an investigation where one of us was there and the other was not um and I for whatever reason one of my abilities that I'm really 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 strong at is remote viewing Mm, and fun, yeah fun fun, fun. yeah oh, <laughs> tell, tell me more <laughs> yeah yeah no like I so I guess I was kind of like I always was able to do this mm-hmm. but it wasn't till like recently I realized what it was and I've actually yeah and uh there was a location I wasn't able to go go to but I remote viewed in and actually came up over the one of the pieces of equipment where you can hear my voice go, hey, it's Megan. <laughs> so. Wait, wait. So you. So you. Wait, wait, wait. You, your voice came through. Mm-hmm. I remote when viewed. Yeah, wow. I remote viewed and kind of like. Uh, I don't know how, like, it's, it's, it's a weird feeling when I remote view, like I could see it in my third eye, like I'm there, Um, but it has to be places that I've already went. If I haven't been to that place, that's where it gets like really wonky. Like, you know, like stuff can kind of like hack through in a sense, like darker entities or stuff like that. If I, if I have been there if I've walked like that area which I did when I remote viewed there I'm able to like hold the stuff at bay if that makes sense anything kind of like trying to come through um I've also kind of I don't I don't know like I've kind of like made notes about the fact that like when I remote view um I have to watch out because it's almost like I become a portal and stuff can come through and so um, do you do any interaction stuff beforehand or yeah yeah um a couple of times I remote viewed too Isaac has been like around me and he's been able to pull the things like if it's darker okay. in nature if it comes through yeah that's um, useful. yeah yeah he's very useful so, in that term yeah, yeah. <laughs> um now here's a question do you want to expand your abilities yes I feel like I feel like I, I do. I definitely want to like any of because I have like quite a few things, I guess you could say that like it, that I'm concentrated in, like yeah. my clear audience stuff is really like I can hear like it's to a point now where I'll hear something like we've gotten like an EVP like confirmation where I was like, hey, do you guys hear that? And I, you know, say what it is. And then when we go back and review the footage, you can hear what's being Beautiful. said beforehand that's awesome yeah Yeah. so (laughs) well i want to say with your remote viewing if you want to try to start seeing places you've never been and make it clear um maybe you've already tried this i would start to like get a i would look at photos and Mm -hmm. get the energy picture from that photo yeah and then go there and start doing that kind of thing yeah because because uh have yeah, well, here's the crazy thing, like recently, so I've been very pulled to because like, um, having so many psychics on the team that we have now, we basically don't go to, I mean, we would love to go to like major like haunted locations, but we go where we're pulled. So if it's like down the road, there's this stuff that keeps coming at us, like whether it's dark or, or light or whatever, just needs help, wherever we're called, that's where we go. Nice. And okay. so recently, I don't know why I keep, I keep getting check out abandoned like houses and stuff because like the land or something, obviously something is wrong for someone to pick up and leave their house or mm-hmm. for a school to just like stop. Granted, there's like, there might be good reasons here and there, but like something is causing that. And so, um, and things that I found and even Isaac's found is sometimes there are darker entities that keep light 
things quiet. Like I've actually had where once he pulls that dark energy off the plane, that more of the lighter stuff will come through and I'm able to communicate better. Like so it's almost, yeah, it's like they're, they're being like muffled and like yeah. they're trying to do it and whatever, depending on the strength of the darker thing, whether it's, you know, just like a shadow thing or if it's actual demonic situation thing, um, it, it can keep them quiet. And, um, so I've been very, very pulled to like abandoned places. And so I joined this Facebook group, um, like abandoned homes in North Carolina, cause that's where we're based out of. And so, um, like um, urban exploration. Yeah. It's like a bunch of people, urban explore and stuff like that. And some people will give the, some people will give the location. Some people don't, but I'm like, you know, like I, some of these places, I feel like they need help. Like there's stuff stuck there. And so, um, and obviously because of the, the fact that it's like human existence, like abandon that place, it's perfect for a dark entity to like sit and wallow in there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so there was so this pity. Just yeah. There. Yeah. Just sitting there and just kind of like hold things back. And um, there was this, uh, I had seen a long time ago on TikTok about this girl who puts protective symbols on her phone and on her TV because I, we used to watch ghost adventures, but for whatever reason, when I started digging into my abilities, I have a hard time watching it depending on the location. And so I was thinking, okay, well, maybe this is the reason there's possibly stuff that could come through. And I'm, I'm subconsciously thinking about that. And so um, I put the stuff on the back of the TV, able to watch ghost adventures now easy. And so I thought I had put it on the, like inside my phone cover in my phone, but I swore I did it, but it's not there. So, so I was looking at these abandoned places thinking, you know, I put the, you know, stuff there to protect. I'm fine. I'm good. You know, and I didn't. And I looked at specifically this one place and the lore behind it was, um, it was, I don't know if it was like a, it almost looked like a settlement home. Like it was like a cabin settlement looking thing. And it had like a, a small cemetery next to it. And I kept getting pulled to it. And I was like, oh, I don't know why, but this doesn't seem good, you know. And I read the story behind it. And apparently, um, I don't know if you've ever heard about the story. I think it's like the Tennessee Bell Witch. And it was kind of like where basically a, a practicing witch was killed wrongfully. And like she basically made that guy basically her i don't know if it's they took something from where she was buried or where like the altar and stuff was and it yeah. uh, pissed her off and basically she went after the family and it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and so basically it was kind of like the similar story but they were saying that this this like witch lady lived you know would haunt that area and you know they warned people don't go over there just leave it alone whatever whatever and so I'm sitting there and I get a really like weird feeling like something is watching me and I protect my home, but sometimes if it goes a long time without me like protecting or I have a lot of stuff, like I bring kind of in, from investigations, you know, I do my best to like keep things there, but something wants well, to come. Out of yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Like it's been a little bit since I've cleansed and kind of like, you know, done anything around the house. Um, but uh, I see. I started seeing this this woman at the top of the steps, and in your, in your home in my home, yes. Oh, gotcha. um, and that's where I kind of think the whole thing about like kind of being a portal. Like I don't know if it has to do with maybe being psychic. You're automatically kind of like a portal that you can bring things in or what. Um, but I notice if I look at something or. I do something in the house. Like I look at something or I talk about something specific. It's almost like it can appear inside the house. It can't come from the outside in, if that makes sense. Okay. Like if it's something like dark outside, like just chilling by the road, it can't come in because it's got to pass that barrier that I, I, you know, put protection. But if it's like something I do in the house to kind of bring it in, yeah, it's able to, and sometimes I like don't even mean to do it. Like I'm no, not no, like, not. yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, you're a sensitive spirit. You're, you're, you're sensitive. So that's yeah. what happened. 
Yeah. yeah. And so um, I was looking at that, that photo and all of a sudden I see this woman in like an 1800s, like nightgown and yeah. it's pure white. And it, she kind of looks like dirty esque, but like, I'm thinking like maybe just because of that time period, like, sure, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but she had like long brown hair and yeah. she put her hand out to me and she like said, help me. And then she like screamed, help me. And then, oh. you know, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it was weird, but, um, back, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Cause like, and then I, all of a sudden I see like Isaac rushing from the room to pull whatever it was off. And so I don't know if it was maybe her, her, like she was evil or maybe she like got, uh, scared that like, you know, like seeing, cause that's, that's a problem with Isaac's ability is that he could take light, but he doesn't take light. He leaves light for kind of like me to deal with. Yeah. Um, he only takes anything. Basically, if you're a bully, if you're, you know, dark and you, you're coming at living people and you're, you know, making them feel crappy, I'm going to pull you off. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, there's that. So like, I don't know. Cause I was thinking in my head, like, oh my gosh, can I not even look at photos without like bringing things in? Because it looked like, I mean, she looked like that time period from what the, like, I don't even know what it was like a cabin esque looking thing. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, so what happened? So he came out and she went away. Yeah. She went, he pulled and she went away. So I don't know if she ran away, like, cause she saw him taking something else that was dark or if it was, um, you know, like she herself was something dark. And what, what has happened since regarding the photo, the place? So, so from, I tried like not to look at the photo anymore because like, I didn't know like, what am I bringing through? Um, But I keep getting pulled still to look at the abandoned stuff. I did put protection on my phone, so I don't think anything is coming through. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) But yeah, I still get, I still keep getting pulled. And it's like, every time I look at these abandoned places, it's like my third eye is just going off. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Well, so clearly you are picking yeah. up things, these photos. So, you know, you, there's also techniques you can do like for your phone. I know you, yeah. you said you protected it, but you yeah. can also have a visualization, you know, how we can like visualize a shield around us to keep people's emotions. Yeah. Or even a mirror to bounce it back to yeah. them. Visualization. I mean, I would do that with your phone when you look at photos, just like do visualization of a, you know, a, a shield, a bubble shield, whatever it is, where if anything tries to come through, you can even visualize it trying and it just can't get yeah. past them. You know, yeah. the well, that's kind of that's kind of crazy that you said the shield, because recently, too, I so Isaac would explain like when he started getting his abilities the first couple like feelings that he would get was that his hands would be numb but he wouldn't be doing anything for his hands to be numb and the way it happens with him is like when he pulls it's almost like he hates using this term but like a vacuum like from the center of his palm and depending on what it is like if it's obviously like demonic it'll charge his whole arm Ah, and like yeah and if it's like almost like an angelic figure or thing it'll charge his left arm all the way up okay all right yeah. so it's almost like his arms become like containers for the energy yeah yeah and, then- and so so this is the crazy thing so apparently he said like there's literally almost like a fil- filtering process where like um it'll be a random part of the day where it's almost like have you seen the green mile where like the guy expels the disease or whatever he takes from the person i i, I think i've seen a clip from it but yeah it's like yeah. i think he has like this ability to take like diseases and stuff from people and like he will randomly like open his mouth and stuff will expel out like the disease itself will expel out yeah. okay and so with isaac it's kind of like that like he said like he would randomly get like an urge almost like a burp kind of and he would just like breathe really really heavy out and that's how he filters it out and he says obviously the more intense things that he takes the longer it takes to kind of filter out 
Ah, so like, what's the longest it's taken for him? Um, I think it's like a, a full 24 to 48 hours. Like he oh, pulled, yeah, he uh, pulled um, a place that was really, really like, it was really dark. Um, there is like rumors that like, like darker witchcraft was done there. And like for years it was like dark witchcraft. And so he pulled the whole area and he's getting, as he's, you know, like progressing with his abilities, he's getting to be able to go further and further out, like where he can pull. Um, and he says like when he pulls it, like depending on what it is, like there was one time where he pulled like that area and it was like sludge was coming out of the ground. Yeah. Oh, like, like tar energy. Yeah. Yeah. And he says like, if it's a lower, like just like shadow thing, it's normally, uh, smoke, but if it's like kind of like more leading to like demonic things, it's sand. And the thing that he like his his spirit guides are talking about and stuff like that and he hasn't fully like he we haven't had a situation where we've had like a demonic case or something like that happen but he like the ultimate test for his ability would be to if someone was possessed would he be able to pull the entity out of her or him you know it's interesting you're saying that because i feel like there's going to be a chance for him to try that out probably soon now that yeah. we talk about it like yeah. that kind of thing yeah. So that's really interesting. Is yeah. he um is he journaling about it? Does he write about it at all? No, he has a hard he has a hard time. Um so um Mike, who the best way to describe him, he's a psychic on the team. And uh he is basically who he kind of broke off with. Um, and he's basically this whole time has been the best way to describe him is almost like shamanic, like he's a guide. Like yeah. um his abilities are really like really good. And um, he helped me and he helps Isaac, but he has had a past life with Isaac, like how I have it with his wife, Megan, he's had it with Isaac. And so, and so, um, yeah. (laughs) And so (laughs) um, he keeps, I feel like it's going to end up happening. Like I keep getting things about it. Mike keeps getting things about it. um, And we're thinking it's going like we keep getting before Halloween, like we've all been just kind of been preparing. And the thing with Isaac is that he's kind of like fighting with, um, because he's very protected. Like I've seen with Isaac, um, the other day I started seeing like, like paint, like almost like from the Viking era, like how they would do like war paint and stuff. And I saw a protection ruin right over his third eye. And I asked him, because he was very he's let a lot of his barriers go as far as like thinking like he's really he, he's a hundred percent into it now yeah it's so awesome <laughs> more like men that are like getting yeah. rid of that masculinity and stepping into their power like it's just so yeah. awesome yeah. yeah and so he um I, w- I asked him i said okay um go off intuition just like just just go with what First thing, just go. Why do you have a why do you have a protection ruin on your third eye? And he goes, Oh, a Viking priest did that to help me with these this ability for this lifetime. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, so so okay, but then when he says that, what you're talking about is literally in another life, a priest yeah. put that on like to stay with him for this timeline. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's so cool. Because here's the thing: like, time is an illusion too, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, we say past lives, but it's all happening simultaneously. Yeah. Our human mind can only focus on the now. You yeah. know. Yeah. That's of course that priest or priest. You said priest or priestess. Priest. Priest. Of course, that priest could see. You know, the now. It's it's all yeah. here. It's happening. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. So the the protective things that you put on your phone and your house that you said this other person had. Mm-hmm. Um. They runes as well, or are yeah. they different? Oh, ruin. yeah, yeah. So well, that's well, that's crazy because, like, when we were as a team, like everybody had their own like protection thing, and a lot of them used and I and I use crystals and stuff too, but and like I use crucifixes and stuff like that, but for whatever reason, I just kept getting drawn to the ruins. And I found out too, like, um, when Isaac pulls, 
I'm able to seal a location with ruins so that it makes it a harder time for these entities to even come back to this location to a point where they're like, you know, do I even want to, do I even want to, you know, you want to try because these people are powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have you been drawn to utilize runes with, um, like within your own, you know, for fun, like a modality. Yeah. Me and Jess were just talking about like the other day, like the stuff that like, we can only fathom what's going to happen next year. Like mm-hmm. it's but you so much given these opportunities, unless you can't, you weren't capable of handling it. Like yeah. you can still handle this. Like this Very is what you true. Were for. yeah, it's crazy. Oh. It's so it's, it's cool. It's, like it's time. <laughs> this is happening. Like, yep. 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 Wow. And like when I saw that video too on TikTok of that, you did that about uh, like, this is, you know, like specifically you chose to what, you know, wake up now. It makes yeah. total sense because, um, with me, the balance of everything I've, cause I'm starting to learn like balance of is everything like balancing everything. So like the balancing, cause I'm a mom. So I have that like mom outlook to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm not too old. I'm not too young. I can kind of like understand things and uh, like experience. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and this was a perfect time to, cause I had a lot of things like a lot of inner child problems and a lot of um, stuff that I thought I couldn't get over or heal from. And I'm yeah. able to do that. Stuff so, that's been with you your whole life. And then in just the past year alone, it's like, yeah. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's honestly crazy. Like I even had where specific people that, um, I literally have carried the stuff from the situation for years re come up. And like, there was one specific person that uh, he was a bully and I just, he was a bully my whole life. And he actually randomly like a couple of weeks ago messaged me on like social media. And I haven't heard from this guy from like a long time. And basically I was able to voice like how he made me feel. And he finally listened and I felt like and I haven't talked to him since since I voiced my opinion I haven't heard from him since like he wasn't like rude back or anything like that but uh like Like I was able yeah it was like yeah cycle complete and I was like good for you that's awesome congratulations (laughs) yeah it felt felt really good and I was able to drop that like it it was really because that was something that yeah that was something that definitely and even with um, like, and it's crazy. Cause you see like the people re come back, but then they drop out. Like once you've done what you have to do. Yes. Yes. So, and you're not alone, especially in this past year, it's just this whole yeah. worldwide awakening thing happening while the world is like shutting down in certain parts and, you know, it's crazy, the chaos. Um, but people that it's happened, like that's, that happened to me too. Like, it's very interesting. Yep, definitely. So before we end <laughs> the episode, I know we, people are probably like, whoa. Yeah, I definitely going to be like, disclaimer, fasten your seatbelts because <laughs> this is going to be a crazy ride. <laughs> but um, so beginning yeah <laughs> so I know you are also an author I don't know has your book came out yet or yeah yeah it came out last year and oh, awesome. it's, yeah it's steady and good and um that was written I, I want to say it's how you say um have you heard of auto writing yeah yeah it it came through I, I want to say more than anything like for lack of a better word that book was channeled it wow, was just like yeah. nonstop six in the morning to like eight at night, not nonstop writing. I could not stop the information coming out. Wow. So it does come from my experiences as a hypnotherapist and, you know, all that stuff. But it was a lot of it was just channeled as to how it was, I guess, put together. Mm-hmm. So when I went back to read it, then I was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it was, it was just such an interesting experience. Like it, and it had to happen. And it was this past year too, you know, wow. just in the awakening doesn't stop, you know, yeah. it's just more phases. So that was just yeah. part of month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So if uh, anybody wants to reach out to you or find you, where can they find you on social media and stuff like that? 
Well, I'm on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Community. So I'm yeah. at TikTok, you know, at um, Times and Illusion. Rightfully so. I love that name. And uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, I have my website, www.lightwiseliving.com. Um, I'm on YouTube, Lightwise with Laura. You know, I'm just here and there. If you type yep, in my name, awesome. find me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning into this episode, uh, this bonus episode of uh, Hidden in the Shadows. Make sure to check out uh, Laura. She has like amazing content on TikTok and stuff like that. Um, also her book. Um, so, yeah, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. <laughs>